What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are engaging, having a day. Can you believe it's Friday edition? Here we are. I want to thank you for tuning in, making us a part of your day. We're going to call this one Earnest Pursuit. Yesterday, I spoke to you about the miracle mandate. I believe we're in some crazy times. And more than ever, awakeners must arise on the earth. People that believe in the full gospel, that still will declare Jesus is our savior. Jesus is our healer. And we can't, we have to stop defining our lives by what we're good at. Right? Well, you're good at this. You're good at that. This is who your gifting is. I think we're missing the mark. We need to start defining life by what we're called to do. The game of life isn't what am I good what what comes easy for me and that's going to define who I am. No. A life of miracles is not easy. Human skill matters, there's no doubt about it. But the bottom line is deep inside every single one of us is a thirst for the supernatural. We all are given a thirst for the supernatural from heaven. And as I and many others have experienced early on, bad teaching and disappointment will kill that. See, when I started reading the Bible, I got so thirsty reading about miracles that it just made me privately want to give everything to God and publicly take risks and see what happens. We owe this earth an encounter with God, and we owe Jesus a life of miracles. And God never designed it that a few people would walk in power, right? Remember, it's a river, not a lake. It's a, it's a moving body of water inside of you, not a stagnant pool of water. And Matthew, Matthew 28 tells us, Mark 16, go into all the world and preach the gospel. But I want to present to you something I've said many times on this broadcast and one that I believe would almost be a greater commandment, and that's on earth as it is in heaven. We Look, as a believer today, in the days we're living in, you need to find broken, you need to find injustice, you need to find disease, you need to find confusion, you ain't got to look hard, and bring the realm of God in. See, a lot of people are like praying, hoping for one day to like, you don't know, I don't know, fly away, maybe something will change, but the reality is it's not, a, you don't hide your present kingdom reality into some future kingdom reality. We have a responsibility to pursue, to desire. Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, the kingdom of heaven come upon you. Meaning darkness has to leave first for the believer. What is it you're believing for? What is it, if, if you had to come up with a faith goal, right? I, I've, I've often said this to many people. Um, if I give you $100,000 today and I said, I want you to spend every dime on it, 
on a plan that you've already had for the kingdom on how you're going to touch lives. How many people would take the money today? I'm going to tell you, after 20 years of pastoring plus, most people wouldn't be able to take it. Because most people don't really know what it is that they want to do for God. Right? Sure, we all keep ourselves in our own little cocoon of this is who I am. What if God wants to change who you are? What if God wants to change the narrative on what you've even believed about yourself? Because trying to tell an average soccer mom that she's called to a life of miracles is hard to understand if you don't believe that you are called. See, people would come to me and say, well, I'm not sure what school I should go to. I'm like, it really doesn't matter. Pick one. But whatever you do, lay hands on the sick, preach the gospel, cast out devils. Well, am I supposed to live in Cleveland, Tennessee, or Cleveland, Ohio? It doesn't really matter. God will lead you. But pick one, but whatever you do, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead. We have to see this as our world. And everything we do around it is a byproduct of a life of miracles. And I'm going to tell you, when the whole world has shut down for fear of a virus, you need to hear this more than ever. In 1 Corinthians 12, twelve, Paul gives this whole, like, speech about uh, the gifts of the Spirit, which I love, right? I mean, gosh, what if Paul didn't see the need to explain all this? What revelation he was getting? Um, It was revelation knowledge. Friends, it was never taught before. But then after explaining all of the spiritual gifts, and he did a phenomenal job doing it, he then breaks down and says this. In, in, in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, he says, pursue earnestly spiritual gifts. Are you kidding me? Bro, did you really just have to clarify, pursue, eagerly pursue, eagerly desire, earnestly pursue? I'm sorry. I thought it was just, I just thought it was, of course, everyone is going to, uh, oh, oh, they won't? The Apostle Paul lays out the spiritual gifts and then has to follow it up by telling us to pursue. Why? Because the bottom line is, as you discover what he's asked you to do, you have a mandate to pursue and experience every reality for that kingdom mandate. It wasn't about you. It wasn't about your dreams. It's about the mandate. It wasn't even about our words. When we define our life by what we're called to do by God, we must see the power of the king fall on tormented people. You are not in heaven right now. You may have a few experiences there. You live on this earth. Then you might as well bring heaven to earth. What, was it, what would it look like if, if the kingdom of heaven, 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 what would it look like if it invaded poverty? What would it look like if it invaded depression or suicide? If you will come today, come up a little higher to another reality 
it will break the cycle of pain and loss on this earth. Because the reality of his world must invade ours. And honestly, this weekend, I want you to look around everywhere you go. And I want it to be, God, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. If you work at Facebook, I want it to be in Facebook as it is in heaven. In your home as it is in heaven. In your school as it is in heaven. In your region, in your city, etc., etc., as it is in heaven. And if we really do, if a, if a generation can rise above the distraction of this earth and all the drama going on and make it about heaven on this earth, you will begin to see that happen. That's it for today. We love you. Been an amazing week. Join us Monday. Thank you, as always, for rocking with Engaging Heaven today. I'm out. Thanks for listening to Engaging Heaven today. As a reminder, subscribe and review. We love hearing your great feedback. Also, share the podcast with everyone you know and help us spread the word of God. 